0: hello and welcome you're listening to the passion business podcast the podcast to inspire empower and support free spirits with a big idea a project or craft they're passionate about and want to turn into a business i'm anka herman business coach and mentor lifelong creator online tech-loving geek, and I'm the host. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, and share with your friends. My guest today is Janie Morris-Riggs, founder of Boomer Babes Life, a global community for women over 50. And she shares her inspiring story and why she's so passionate about the work she does. Enjoy Hello and welcome, Jamie. I'm very excited to have you on the Passion Business Podcast.
1: Hi, Anka. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. uh, I love what you're doing and I'm excited to be here with you.
0: Well, thanks so much. So why don't we dive straight in? Um, People probably hear from your accent. Let us know where you're
1: from and what you're doing these days. Well, um, so I have an Australian accent. <laughs> Mind you, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting when I talk to uh, many of my clients from around the world, my accent seems to um, tune in to wherever they are. Uh, so, it, you know, I might start talking uh, with a German accent any minute now, but I am Australian. <laughs> I'm uh, currently, <laughs> I'm, based in, uh, I'm based in South Australia anchor and um here in australia i spend a lot of my time here in australia this is where I'm born and bred however my my career and my life has taken me all over the world and i am finding now that i do spend a significant amount of time every year uh, in other countries but i am based in australia
0: fabulous so so what's the work you do i'm um, you know we know each other. People probably guess. So you know, like I know what you do. <laughs> you know, tell us, tell us,
1: what are you doing? Well, well, look, that's that's an interesting question and one that I do. Uh, I, look, I get asked that. A lot I get uh, I'm I've been involved in the media as a media commentator for over 20 years now but um, so I do get asked that question a lot both here and overseas when I when I travel I do speak in in uh, I've spoken a lot in North America and uh, actually in the UK um, as well but essentially I guess the the short answer to that is that you know I started out life um, like most of us uh, have, you know, we've gone to school, we've left school, we've we've started either gone to university or college, or started a a, a job or you know a career, and I did those things, but I did all those things, yeah. um, uh, and not exactly in the way that the order was supposed to be. So, essentially, I've spent the bulk of my career uh, in corporate. Uh, positions, uh, was the CEO of two international um, health companies uh, throughout my life, one based in Australia, the other one I was based in America, uh, running, helping set up and then running that company. Um, and I'm also an author. Um, and as I mentioned, I am a media commentator and, uh, but you know, now of course, uh, I run Boomer Babes Life, which is a global community for women over 50. And, uh, I'm very excited about that vision finally coming true. That's for sure. That's happened in the last uh, 18 months.
0: That's fabulous. I love what you said about the accent because I'm a bit like that as well. When I lived in Australia, people always thought I was South African. <laughs> oh so, yeah, that yeah. Some people never lose their accent, and others adapt to where they are. It's interesting, interesting.
1: So I think it's a great it's a it's a great thing uh, that you know we human beings are able to do, and that's adaption And I think that's part of what you know for my life story. I've certainly been I've 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 finally tuned my skills on adapting to whatever comes my way, and uh, I I like to. I like to think of myself as somebody who can reinvent based on the environment or the, or the times that there are, and I've certainly had to do that a lot. Anchor over over my life, you know. I spent a good deal initially. Uh, you know, I'm 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 a, I'm a wife and a mother. My first husband, unfortunately, passed away um, many years ago. Now, 20 years ago, um, and I'm the mother of two two sons who are. Who are all grown up and are definitely um, leading their own lives now. But in in amongst all of that, uh, you know that led me from being at that particular point in time. I was um, I was running a health company over in the U.S. and I was also on the public speaking circuit. Um, many of your uh, listeners would know uh, or have or have uh, followed uh, Mr. Jim Rohn, the late great. Uh, Jim Rohn Jim was a um, uh, He was a personal uh, friend of mine actually as well as my mentor Um, It sort of grew from being a mentor relation to actually a personal friendship and we spent 13 years as very close friends, and I I had the good fortune to um, Travel with him personally and learn a lot from him and one of the things he he always used to say to me was that you know if you can't adapt what is going on around you on a daily basis you're missing out on the magic of life and uh, I think that's one of my mantras these days and certainly led me to where I am now
0: so true isn't it yeah it's I listened to to um, an episode on on the program you were going to talk about and and you were talking about how we need to reinvent ourselves these days it's no longer you go to school and then start working for a company and then you know you go move through the ranks and you stay there until you retire that doesn't exist anymore so that constant reinvention i think it's a it's an attitude and a skill that becomes more and more
1: important and i think you're absolutely right i think it's more it days. it's more exciting because people are more openly receptive to actually changing upskilling all the time i mean the the nature of our global uh, economy now is that you know the the old days of when you leave school and have the same job until you retire they're long gone. And the exciting thing is that there are so many different things that we can do, so many different ways that we can reinvent ourselves. And it's interesting, you know, I'm also a qualified health professional, and and um, uh, seven in fact, seven years ago last month uh, in May, um, I was uh, admitted to hospital here in Australia. I had been not feeling well for quite some time, and being being a, uh, a natural health uh, ex, uh, person, I was mixing up all of my lotions and potions, you know, naturopathic things and homeopathic things. Nothing was working yeah. and I got uh, worse and worse and finally I ended up in hospital and, and what happened within the uh, several hours after arriving into emergency was pretty horrific and pretty life changing for me, and I was actually given the prognosis of uh, I was put on a liver transplant waiting list and given two months to live. Eighty seven percent of my liver was dead, and it was a huge shock to me because I thought that I was I just had a tummy virus. But apparently, and this is where the life changing aspect comes into play, and this leads into why I do what I do now, is that. Um, is that all the symptoms that I had leading up to that moment? I thought were um, all stress because my first husband had died, we'd moved back to Australia, uh, I had to reinvent myself from a career perspective, and I was also going through pre menopause, but it wasn't that I was ignoring all the symptoms, which is actually that my liver was actually dying. But here I am to tell the tale. I've written the book, it's called Against Their Odds, yeah, and I've had um, fantastic. You know, wow. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've read I've, it. It's I've amazing. Had, Mm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you well, well you know i've had um i've had great response worldwide from that i wrote that book anchor not for any other reason than to Share my story of the everything that led up to the moment when they said I only had two months to live, clearly seven years down the track i 'm still here. I have cured myself all naturally i 've avoided the transplant, and that 's another conversation mm. but the the point of the book was to look at complacency in our lives and and look at ourselves when we 're not openly receptive to um, to different things and different ways of being and different ways to to live our lives and so you know and, and and that has led me to another path as I mentioned before i've I've always been on the public speaking circuit as a motivational speaker and a personal development trainer um, and also in the media as well. Uh, however uh, because of that book and because of the huge Uh, media support that I had worldwide of that book and my story Um, I've also now uh, speak everywhere around the world about complacency and about what happened to me and my story but all of that um, you know led me to creating the vision that I've always had which is to create a, a a community a global community for women over 50 that's not just about you know the the normal run-of-the-mill and i'm not discrediting anything else that's out there for women over 50. But, <laughs> <normal>. but, but, <laughs> but, but an extra special space out there in in around the world for women over 50 where we can be celebrated and support each other and inspire each other but also avail ourselves of of each other and i think essentially that's what Burma Babes Life is all about and I'm really excited about where it's going and what it's already achieved Anchor as you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's an it's an incredible path you've taken. There's something you said I'd love to come back to it's that complacency. It's that living on autopilot. And I'm thinking it's funny it's actually I'm attacking the same thing from a sort of a different angle, like from a professional, like don't just do a job you hate just because you know, you do. And when you were talking about the complacency, I'm thinking, well, it's actually that just, yeah, they just living on autopilot on default, you know, going through your default little, you know, towards your little default future. And, and it's about coming to a point where you live more consciously where you consciously decide and you're aware of things and how
1: how much that changes our experience of life. Yeah, ab- ab- absolutely and I think that one of the things that we often forget or maybe we just put it in our subconscious because we don't want to look at it but complacency is fueled from fear. Yes. So, you know, we don't we we're happy to we're happy to surround our lives in complacency because we we can get so fearful of what will happen to us if we take a step forward. We feel like we you know it's much better to be in this little ball of cotton wool rather than uh, you know just accept everything the way that it is and just moving along and just you know like you know one after the other so sort of. Sort of like I must say it. I don't know if you've seen. I'm sure you have, but it's the 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 photographic image has gone viral in the last couple of weeks, of Mount Everest with the chain of people going up Mount Everest in the, in all their different coloured, um, you know, um, snow gear and and what have you, and. Every time I think about complacency now, I think of that image—not not for what that image represent, you know, actually represents about them climbing the mountain. That's a whole different thing, but the actual visual of that is like sheep, you know, like you know, everybody's just following everyone else, and that is because we're not. If we do that, and if we're living our lives like that, it's because we have this um, this fear within us. Of what will happen when we step outside of that and I think you know I'm I was very blessed and my my mother uh, she passed away 10 years ago but I am my mother's daughter and uh, my mother was the eternal optimist and 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 I inherited that from birth and she and I were all, uh, you know she traveled with me uh, pretty much most of the time and she was always front row at all of the um, conventions and and uh, seminars that I of spoke course. at uh, yeah yeah she, she was amazing she was my number one cheerleader however I quite often you know had her up on stage because she was a brilliant speaker as well and um, uh, and she taught me the uh, uh, what how complacency is fueled by fear and she also taught me and I share with everybody now in everything that I do that the one question, she always says this.
0: If you enjoy the episode, please don't forget to subscribe. And if you're curious whether a podcast could help you grow your business, go to passionbusinesspodcast.com and sign up for the free resources. Back to the episode.
1: If you fear something, why don't you just take the risk What's the worst thing that can happen? Always ask yourself that question. Wherever you're faced with, if you have a fear of moving forward, if you're feeling like you want to stay in that complacency bubble, ask yourself that, this one question. If I do this, if I take a step forward, will I die? If the answer is no, then do it. Yes, <laughs> Yeah, that's so true, isn't it? It's that yeah. fear of the
0: unknown. It's that fear of uncertainty or, or the illusion of, of security. Because in the end, security or or, yes. or the known, it's always an illusion. Because at the end of the day, we never know what's going to happen the next minute. We never know. I think we're a lot better oh. equipped for the unknown than we imagine.
1: Mm, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, seven years ago, when I I, uh, presented at the emergency department hospital, I thought I was only gonna be in there for maybe two days at the most. I didn't realize I was gonna be in there for seven weeks and that they were gonna tell me I only had eight weeks to live, you know? So we absolutely never know. And it's interesting where I'm currently with Boomer Babes Life, uh, my global organization for women over 50. We launched a couple of weeks ago, a four week free program called Tune In June. And essentially I created this whole program as a mid-year life program checkup because, um, you know, quite often we make all these New Year's resolutions and then, you know, after the fourth week of January, we've already forgotten it. But this program, it's really interesting. Every week, there's free workbooks and everything um, that people can get. But every week, I also, I've been interviewing Experts in the areas that we're dealing with with that particular week uh, which are and they've all been brilliant so far and they continue to be so but the um, Interesting thread all the way through whatever we're talking about whether it's whether it's um, our health our fitness our businesses uh, our relationships um, or life in general many of them are talking about complacency and, you know, being complacent in this area of our life, being complacent in that area of our life. And, and, and again, every, each one of those experts all say the same as you and I discussing now, Anchor is that fear fuels complacency. I think it's a really strong message and it's certainly one that I like to um, thread through everything I do. It's true. And, I'm,
0: uh, yeah, we're going to put the links to the program and everything because I'm going through it. And, and it is incredible. It's, and it's just, I'm just sort of now listening to you and think, yeah, that, that, gives it a different, like in my eyes, a different context. Still, it's, it we, when we're talking about this living more consciously and doing a mid-year checkup, it's like, yeah, don't be complacent. Don't just like let the, the year slip through your fingers hang on, stop for a minute, look at what you're doing and decide consciously how to move forward in in all these areas of life. That's incredible. I, could, I didn't even get how well that actually fits into, into your overall overall message. So Well, we're
1: certainly having a lot of fun with it, that's for sure. It's, we're getting great traction uh, with everybody that's participating. I think the other beautiful part about it Is that it can be done at any time, you know. Um, I think perhaps we probably shouldn't have called it tune in june uh, it was it sort of like um, <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of yeah well what well, we could except all the work. Well, all of the experts are referring to it as tune in june but it's essentially we've we've likened it to you know with your car you always put your car in for a tune up and that's exactly what this this program is 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 doing um, which is which is great fun
0: yeah, it is. It is incredible, and and um, the other thing that I want to come back to that you said that really is something that that I've been observing from the conversations I've had for this podcast, and basically every time you speak to somebody, it's how that really tough time in your life where it's literally. Oh Jesus! I don't know whether I'm going to be around in a couple of months. Like looking back, it's been such a catalyst. There's always a yes, good point, isn't there?
1: Yes. Look, I I have to say that um, you know, in when I came out of the um, when the doctors came in and gave me the prognosis. Um, physically at that point in time, I had deteriorated, which I didn't realise, but I had deteriorated in age 20 years. Um, and uh, I it was almost as if I'd automatically become so ill that I couldn't move. It was quite dramatic. And when they said that I only had two months to live, um, I suddenly re- realised my mortality. And every look, everybody I know, and and, and there'll be many of your listeners who have have faced this themselves and they'll know exactly what I'm saying right now. Um, in that moment, my mortality was the first time I'd faced it in all my years. And the complacency that that I realized I had been living for all of these years, um, that. You know, you don't realize until especially until you start to get a little bit older, as people, your friends and and family around you start passing away, you know how that feels and that sense of loss. And then when you're faced with it yourself, um, you know i'm 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 a lucky one. Here I am seven years later, um, rather than two months. Um, however, there, you know, a lot of people that aren't, but I, I take, I don't take one day for granted. Now, every, every day I treat as my last day yes. because it may yeah. well be. And I think that that was the big lesson that hit me in the first 24 hours of that prognosis. Yeah. And it, it it's looking back, it's, it,
0: I think it's part of why you're so vibrant and so passionate about what you do now, it's incredible. Yeah, I'm just. Mm, really
1: you. <laughs> <I used> to... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, th- well th- thank you. I appreciate that. But my my number one goal in life uh, to con- which I've been doing with Boomer Babes Life, my global community for women over fifty. Um, my. My my one goal in life before I leave this mortal coil is to showcase and celebrate as many women around this world as I possibly can um, because, you know, there are millions of us and we have so much to give. And I think one of the messages that I hopefully keep putting through Boomer Babes Life is that You know, as women uh, join Boomer Babe's life and come on board with us for this fabulous uh, journey around the world, is that they they also realise that you know life's you know life still we've still got so many years and so much more to give to the world ourselves. And you know, one of the things that um, whilst we're online with Boomer Babe's life, uh, I have uh, I started up twelve months ago a a a like an in person. Sort of event every month called Bubbles Brunch and Business. Now it's really interesting, Anka, because it has absolutely nothing to do with business. Um, so <laughs> it was just a, I, It was actually it was actually born from the fact that I had no time to catch up with any of my girlfriends ever who were saying, "Let's have coffee. Let's have a yeah. coffee." So I thought. Why don't I create an event that happens once a month called Bubbles Brunch and Business where we have a glass of bubbles. We hear from a fantastic uh, speaker, a fantastic uh, woman over 50 who can inspire us and have a bit of fun for an hour and a half, have some great coffee and then off we go. And it's actually now grown into an event We fundraise all the time. All the money goes to charities that we do for this once a month. It's it's happening everywhere now. And so, you know, I'm really excited because I understand that we're going to be um, bringing Bubbles Brunch and Business um, over to England and Europe soon, too. So I'm excited to to be a part of that. That's fantastic.
0: There's so much going on. So, the the Bubble Brunch and Business, there's also a couple of podcasts, and there's this wonderful community. Where could people go to join it?
1: Uh, look, it's really easy. Or Well, they can go straight to the website, boomerbabeslife.com.au. There's everything there, Anka, um, that, they can access. Uh, they can access the Tune In June program that we're um, we've just launched, which is free. Um, so they can get the free workbooks and the free access to all the expert videos through there. They can also check out about Bubbles Brunch and Business, and and if they want to host a bubble, start running Bubbles Brunch and Business in their local area. There's a um, information they can connect with us there. Um, and uh, yeah, look, everything's there, and of course we're on Facebook as well. Um, uh, Facebook is Boomer Babes Life and uh, and on Twitter and on Instagram at Boomer Babes Life as well and YouTube and LinkedIn we're everywhere <laughs> <Like> everywhere
0: <laughs> yeah. everything's on everywhere the website fighting complacency I just love it it's incredible <laughs> <laughs> and thank so you thank you so much for coming and um, yeah so this is the number one must listen to episode for every woman over 50 and well, actually, if you're not quite 50 yet, as well. <laughs> thank you so much for coming.
1: Oh, Anka, thank you. It's an absolute honor to be a part of your fabulous podcast. You you produce you know, it's great content and it's wonderful to be a part of it.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Passion Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss the next one.